one. Hello and welcome to the Brick Cave Media Podcast. My name is Bill. I have lapped crazy and I'm reapproaching sanity. I am the author of, I don't know, 50 fucking books on Brick Cave. All of them. Every one of them. Including, uh, I'm not going to say that one, Bob. All right. I am protesting. You don't have to. Is that your phone again? Yeah. It's my Who's brother. calling you now? It's my brother. He wants to tell me he's got a duck in his pool. <laughs> my brother, everybody out there in podcast land, my brother has a duck in his swimming pool. The, the duck the duck is right now, it's being poisoned with shock. <laughs> pool shock has poisoned my brother's duck. Anyway, joining me in the studio today is my co-host, fellow poet and author, Patrick Big Daddy Hair. Hi, Bill. Patrick Hare here, author of Corporate Boilerplate Vinegar from Brick Cave Books. And I'm just kind of shocked that you didn't bring the duck as a guest on our show today. <laughs> well, you know, there is a secret word. And if you say the secret word, take an extra $100 home with you. It's a simple word, something you always have around the house. Thank you. <laughs> Quick lime. <laughs> Zip ties. Oh, Zip ties. Who's our Who's our next contestant, Fenneman? Well, this, this episode's going right. Fenneman. Yes. And I'm supposed to say the Brick Cave podcast is brought to you by the BC Book Club, Brick Cave Media's community portal for readers that love Brick Cave books and authors. See, it's all one big slush fund. The Brick Cave podcast <laughs> is connected to the BC Book Club, which launders its money through Brick Cave Media's community portal. All this goes through a big bank in the Cayman Islands, and it goes into Ireland... And it comes back as cryptocurrency. Exactly. It comes back as cryptocurrency, sold as NFTs. Bob is just making banks of money off of us. (laughs) Well, this whole war, the Russian war is being funded by cryptocurrency. It's crypto. It's a crypto war. Crypto war? Yeah, it's crypto. It's going to be known as the crypto war. So each tank is an NFT? Yeah. 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 Up until the point they find out that cryptocurrency isn't really real. Well, Well, yeah. But then again, neither is our currency, so... <laughs> right. Tokum. <laughs> oh, come on. It's got pictures of presidents on it. It's yeah. got to be real. What, is, what does crypto have? It's just got, like, gold dollar signs. You turn off the electricity and One the crypto One of them's got a cute gone. dog. It's got a dog on there? Dodge coin. Dog what is it, like, coin, Monopoly yeah. money? It's a cute dog. Oh, yeah, which was worthless until it wasn't worthless. Well, so if you bought it when it was worthless, you're rich. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the you know the the twenty I have a beagle on the twenty. It's a that's yes. it. There it is. Yes, ladies and beagle. gentlemen, this podcast is fungible. <laughs> Funge for those of you who listen week to week. Crypto right. kitten picture currency. There La- it is. Last month we there were non fungible. Yes. Fungible or fungible. Yes, we found out that fungible <laughs> fungible is actually worth some kind of money to some people who consider it to be art when really um, that clip art crap has been on the internet forever. Doesn't get anything. <laughs> and it's just not fair. There's just sauce, just saucy tonight in the podcast. Um, well, you know, a lot of sauce <laughs> can make up for no meat. <laughs> fair. Yeah. yeah. Or for, for poor quality uh, pork, proteins. Pork quality. Pork quality. Pork. Just put some more salt in the sauce. They won't notice that the meat's stringy. Or sugar. Yeah. <laughs> people always add sugar to the sauce. People add sugar to everything. It's not very healthy. There's sugar in sausage. 
Yeah. Sugar and marinara sauce. What the hell is a sugar and sausage for? It's not, it's not dessert sausage. <laughs> I think you just got a Maple wonderful sausage? new idea. I put sugar. I don't even put sugar in my coffee, people. We've got the savory sausage, but what about the sweet sausage? Yeah. Okay. Hillshire Farms could be putting strawberries <laughs> and Hillshire grapes. Hillshire Farms. There it maple is. sausage. Them it and Jimmy out. Dean. If he ever mm-hmm. finds Big Bad John at the bottom of that mine where he left him. Yeah. Oh. You know, I always want to get that, that big tub, big chub of Jimmy Dean. Just boil it in that chub. And, <laughs> oh and then peel it out of there. And you just have a, a, a Dean log. That's called sous vide, by the way. Yeah, sous vide. I'll sous vide that son of a... Yeah, sous vide. Well, not to mention, you could just, uh, you know, clip the end and, you know, just pour out the, the grease part yeah, of it I'm sure the, I'm sure it'll probably burst. Make candles or something like that. Boom. Grease. You make crayons out of it. Do they wow. make crayons out of that? Get out of here. Make soap out of it. Oh. Yeah, sausage soap. Ooh. This... Oh, hey... My hands smell like breakfast. That's that old world smell. No fillers. (laughs) (laughs) Is that sugar? This soap soap is delicious. Is that sugar? It tastes yeah. It tastes like big bad John. (laughs) (laughs) Dink. Hey, who's got a poem? Yes, at the bottom of this poet (laughs) lies a brave, brave man. As a big, big man. Big, big, yes. big John. All right. Well, big in other John. current events, things are in town, so it's my job to tell you about them. <laughs> this Renaissance festival has really gone off the rails. <laughs> Seriously. For starters, the first thing you see on the way in is a couple of ambulance hearses from Ghostbusters and a 20-foot inflatable Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. It's all next to a TARDIS, which is preposterous because Doctor Who would have at least had the good sense to park inside the festival grounds and save the price of a ticket. And by the way, nobody here was even bothering to scan the QR codes on the printed tickets anyway. I'm pretty sure I could have got in if I pried a QR menu code off a restaurant table. Situated next to that, the only thing semi-relevant to the Renaissance is and is outdated is a tent selling subscriptions to some kind of ancient technology where yesterday's news gets printed on a rag and thrown at your house. <laughs> I know it was always more of a medieval festival than a Renaissance festival. You aren't likely to see anyone painting lewd frescoes, carving marble statues of naked people, or marrying off their daughters to cement an alliance with one of the 50 little kingdoms in Italy. Even so... People have certain expectations from a rent fest. People want to wander around drunkenly munching on Freud-sized turkey legs, leer at the wenches in the bulging bodices, and shout, Huzzah! in a tone that connotes the hearty spirit of the modern day. Fuck yeah! (laughs) What did I see instead? Two guys dressed like Spider-Man, one of whom was wearing such a tight outfit that you could see the entire shape of his Peter Parker. There are people in Star Trek outfits pretending to be time travelers, which is not only very unoriginal, but highly non-canon, because a true Trek time traveler's respect to the temporal prime directive would have at least had them dressed to blend in with the populace before finding novel ways to bang them, and then create some kind of paradox where they're their own ancestors. At this point, the whole premise should just be scrapped, and the thing should be the outdoor, anachronistic, fictional character cosplay clustercock. We might as well run with the pattern started by the nerd culture appropriating Chernobyl, formerly known as the Big Bang Theory. 
Everyone can trot out their Halloween costumes and watch Captain Kirk fight in an arena against women in silvery spandex bikinis. You can check the results in the newspaper. They sell on your way out to the parking lot. Ooh. Somebody tells me, something tells me someone went to the Renaissance Festival. Really? Ghostbuster shit there? Ghostbuster stuff. What did they think? Was it Comic-Con? They, it's turning into that. They're theming the weekends now. Yeah, every weekend's got a theme. Well, this Only weekend, don't. you know what the theme is this weekend? No bill. <laughs> well, they won't miss you. The line was ridiculous. No, they won't yeah. miss me. It's it, to, Normally, you just walk right in. But the line stretched out of the parking lot and curved around a couple times. And there was a guy dressed as the Pope, one of those old Popes, not a new, not new Pope. Not, new oh, pope. not Francis. Big tall hat Pope. And he was, uh, you know, making, the, he was basically bossing around the people to, to curve the line and move it around and twist it and stuff like that. So he it was checking like a, him for birth control, too? No, it was weird. It was a, the line was a quarter mile long. <laughs> no condoms. No birth control. Hey. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah but it was just it was surreal and of course there there was actually so many people there that it was hard to get anything i mean you can't even uh, well the, the line for alcohol was long you could only buy one drink per person standing in line which means you couldn't multitask and have one person to get the food and one person to get the drinks oh that's uh, what do they think you're gonna get drunk well i don't know they can think you're gonna buy Beer for underage people, but seriously, you're going to do that anyway. Give you're just going to anyway. recruit somebody 21 or older to stand in line for you. I mean, that's that's it's how they, that works. Those are the old ways, <laughs> the ways of my youth. <laughs> those are the pre days. All right, Bill. Yeah. 